Welcome back. The Man Cave Caucus Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Baker, and Tim Holden is here, just uh, ready to jump in at any moment, I suppose, and deliver his wit and wisdom of no less than a seer of seers. And Joel is tucked in over there in the pleather couch with his fingertips just aching to Google away to his little heart's content. So in other words, Tim, we have a quorum and are ready to deliver the Man Cave Caucus Show this wonderful Saturday evening. How was your week, Tim? Man, it was a wild one. I uh, just uh, did the dues. Got a got a lot of good a lot of good news, mm-hmm. and uh, just wrapping up a big project, hoping that uh, hoping that I can get on with my life. I went by the old Ollie's today. Yeah, it's not open yet, but it looks like it's ready. I uh, you I could they've got my cornhole board set up there. Ooh, you can just pop in any time, throw some bags. Mm. I'm loving that. Yeah, I could handle it. So, folks, we've got a real humdinger today, if you know what I mean. Um, we, uh, how about you, Joel? Your week? My week was slow. Gave me an opportunity to catch up on a lot of things I needed to catch up on. All right. Slow week. Yeah. So we got Joel a headset, Tim. He's not escaping the mic. He will <laughs> literally have to. We duct tape the mic right to Joel's headset. He will have to remove body parts to get away from that mic. I, st- I still think it's not quite close enough. You get it in there, but you hear me breathing. <laughs> that's the. That's when you know it's right. <laughs> oh man! So that's a bad thing. He can't turn away to cough or clear his throat or have a, a one of those burpy hiccups either. It's you guys are going to be getting Joel unedited. Yeah, I, I am a heavy breather. Well. This might get creepy. We'll, f- <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> I feel like somebody's over my shoulder. <laughs> Just creeping like, up. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, how the, you ever you ever been like uh, looking for a picture on your phone and somebody just stood close and just breathed, breathed on the back of your neck while you uh, tried to find it, tried to find the picture. Awkward moments. Yeah. It's like uh, that slow. It's kind of like close talkers. Oh, can't handle it. You, uh, it's you more kind than, of it's more than I could bear. You kind of recede until you hit the wall, and then they then then they get what they uh, what they're after. Right. <laughs> I walk thirty foot thirty paces backwards. I felt like I was about to duel somebody, and and I had a close talker just hang with me every step of the way. People that don't understand that space, yeah. I just I went and I can't relate. I went and bought a bag of jawbreakers and chewed them up. I was like, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some tooth rot going on to make sure this never happens again. I know people that you you can literally like move back and and you end up moving in a circle <laughs> in the conversation. It's like the you circle back back at uh, yeah the circle back girl. It's terrible. All right. So <clears throat> first up, uh, Missouri executed the presidential primary caucus successfully today, Tim, uh, in Newton County. We had a pretty good turnout, uh, you know, for this kind of election. It's it's a new thing. We've talked about that quite a bit. But we had 335 qualified voters that were in attendance at the Newton County caucus. I, uh, I hate to... 
admit to the fact that I did not, in fact, show up. Yeah. I, I wanted to be there. I had prior engagements, but uh, did uh, was that like a three-hour event? It went from, actually, we got out about noon, so it went from 10 o'clock to noon, but that was like when it actually started. I got there about, uh, I don't know, a little bit before 9 o'clock, so I was there about three hours, yeah. I remember it just it just resonates with me how how bad I am at managing dates and whatnot. I I remember when we were talking about this a few weeks ago, thinking, "Man, I'd love to be a delegate, mm-hmm. you know, and just hop all over the hop all over Missouri, go into the uh, future ones." Didn't even make it to the uh, the launch. Right. <laughs> well, you know, not everybody can, and there's a lot of people who don't show up to these kind of local elections uh but i think it's important and it was what you know what we had before us this year but i think it was a pretty good turnout uh i was happy to i got to make the motion to nominate donald j trump right so uh so he pulled it off he did pull it off uh it was close it was really close i saw i have been and this has been a hectic week i haven't had time i mean i I haven't had time to wipe, really. So I, but I had saw in passing that uh, another state removed Trump from the ballot. Yeah, it's it's becoming a. But I didn't see which trend. state. I uh, I'm here to be informed. It's a blue state. I'm. I would almost be sure to say it is. You think Illinois? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Joel's, which, which I forgot we had a Googler that can. Uh, we do. Man. So. Uh, yeah, Illinois is not going to make a difference in the Electoral College for Donald J. Trump. I'll, well, just, I'll just put that out there. But I, I I mean, I would assume that's probably not a final kind of like Colorado. No, I think the I think that they're going to rule on this probably before it's over. They're going to have to. Um, yeah. But yeah, you've got blue states trying to do this. It's ridiculous. It's It's just stupid that Presidential I mean, elections have yeah. now been relegated to lawsuits. Well, right? I feel like if they're going to remove, I, I think that the Supreme Court should probably be like, well, if you don't want to have give people the choice, we can, you know, remove remove you from the uh, college. Yeah, college dropouts is what they would be. Right, electoral college dropouts. <laughs> It could so, be a thing in the future, folks. I said close, but the vote in Newton County was actually 323 votes for Trump and 10 votes for Nikki Haley. 10 courageous votes. I was going to say that's, that is uh, like because I've watched some videos about uh, crowd um, like influence. They have you have you seen the video where like they have people stand? They have plants like mm-hmm. stand up and sit down randomly. Right. Waiting for an interview, and people they remove the plants, and everybody is standing. And so these are people of conviction, yeah. and uh, I suppose I suppose I applaud the conviction. Yep, there were a few who uh, who who stood up for Nikki, uh, but Trump swept the twelve delegates for Newton County, winning bigly, and uh, and swept the state of Missouri as as we see now. With, uh, wait for it, Tim, 100% of the delegates from every county in the state, including St. Louis City. Wow. That's a sweep. I don't know that there's another state that has 100%. Joel, see what you can find on that. Let me Google it. 100%. 
So uh, how how the delegate deciding go? So the way it works is if you get 50% plus one, then you get all the delegates in each county. Right, but those delegates travel to the next They go to the level. congressional. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So how, but they're bound to how, vote for the right. county that voted. They're bound to vote for that So if you were standing the in the round. Nikki Haley camp, you were not going to the next level, so to speak. No, not in the first round. So here's what's happened uh, actually today in caucus. It was kind of funny. There were a, a few people that did vote for Nikki Haley that were on the slate list, right? And I also made the motions for the delegate slates for the congressional and for the state convention. Well, there were some people who had concerns like, why are these people who just voted for Nikki Haley on the delegate list to vote for now who we have nominated as to be Donald Trump? You know, which we explained the first round, they're bound to vote for Trump. But if something happened and Trump didn't get 50% plus one in the neck in the congressional district uh, caucus meeting, then they could vote for whoever they wanted. You know, so their concern was, well, if that happened, which it's not going to happen in the seventh district, right? It just won't. But if it did, they could vote for Nikki Haley or somebody else in yeah. the, which by then I think she's probably not going to be in the race. But so you had to send, you had to send like, a couple Nikki Haley standees. Yeah. So, but well, what we did is I, I brokered a deal with some of the people and we, we changed some of those delegates and put some new people on. I actually took myself yeah. and my wife off the delegate list and put some other yeah. people. Cause I, I'm good with that. Like I'd rather somebody go that hasn't went before. So we worked it all out yeah. and uh, ended up passing the sl- the slate of delegates. Yeah, so, I really wanted to toss my hat my hat in that. Well, part of it was ring. I just uh, you had people that have never done this before. Yeah, and they they don't know how this works. And uh, anybody can offer a slate of delegates, but you have to offer a full slate: twelve delegates oh. and twelve art alternates for Newton County. And so when I made the motion. Some people were like, well, how come I didn't know, you know, or how come nobody told me that I could be a delegate or whatever? And I'm yeah. like, look, usually we're trying to find people that are willing to do this. You should have been like, hey, listen to the Man Cave Caucus podcast. <laughs> right. I should have taken that opportunity. That would have been. Yeah. Maybe sl- wore a T-shirt. Slightly self-serving. But, uh, you know, self-promoters are the best promoters. But the bottom line is, Tim, Missouri's MAGA country. And don't forget it. But before we go too deep into the agenda, I got to show you guys something I got in the mail for my birthday. Yeah. You ready for this? Look at this. A nice leather bound edition of the John Wayne Code. The John Wayne Code. Wit, wisdom, and timeless advice from the American icon. This is a terrific little book. Tim, flip over there to page 24. All right. We and got, and uh, then also page 29. I want to read something here. I want you to read okay. to read this. So one is a story about when Jimmy Carter won the presidency. That's on page 24 and how John Wayne responded to it. Read this. All right. It says, Duke threw his support behind many of the most prominent Republican Republicans of his day, including Barry Goldwater, Richard Nixon, and Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. But Duke's loyalty to country always came first. When Jimmy Carter won the presidential election of 1976, Duke telegraphed the former peanut farmer, Congratulations, sir, from one of the loyal opposition. It was a heartfelt sentiment from the man who never forgot 
an American's duty was to rise above petty differences and remember the values binding us together. I thought that was pretty good. Well, Classy. It's like definitely classier than me because I have been really struggling to get behind <laughs> Sleepy Joe. So he's he was a better man than me. I, yeah. I don't have that. That did not come with the syndrome. Yeah. All right, so 29. Yeah, this I love this quote. Read the page, uh, the quote from page 29. All right, he says, there's right and there's wrong. You got to do one or the other. You do the one and you're living. You do the other and you may be walking around, but you're as dead as a beaver hat. <laughs> I saw, I saw, this reminds me of Benjamin Franklin. I, I, and I'm going to paraphrase. Joel could give us the exact, but he said, uh, I think he said most, most men or many men maybe die when they're 25 and are buried at 75. Ooh. Man, I saw that, that this that week hits. and it, it hit, hit real. That's deep. Real deep and hard. It's true though. And that was who? Some. Benjamin Franklin. Some, Franklin? some people some. die at 25 and aren't buried until I 75. think if he was today... Alive today, he might say many. Yeah. Well, I would have to agree with old Benjamin Franklin on that one. Some people die at 25 and aren't buried until 75. Mm. All right. I've got your uh, totals here on yeah. Trump's percentage of wins, and it looks like Missouri is the only one. Okay. Iowa's cl- Iowa was close, 98 of 99 counties. Okay, wow. So Iowa's caucuses... Ninety-eight percent. Do they do it this janky way? Also, <laughs> very, very similar. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, you should have been there today, Tim. I had. Several, I wanted to be so bad. I had several people who came up to me very upset about the fact that they had to be there today. I might have went to riot, but I mean, I still have. I I keep some sandwich signs in the basement. Yeah. Some big sticky letters. Yeah. But. Uh, it was it was an interesting thing, which is true. Like for people who are disabled, or you know, just, there's a lot of variables on that. Yeah, like I mean, people couldn't find a parking space. Well, so they had to walk for a ways to get there. The civic center was packed yeah, out. I'm no DEI guy. <laughs> We're going to talk about DEI, but later. there's very little diversity, equity, and inclusion when, <laughs> yes. because I mean, I'm just putting myself. I mean, if you're if you're a frequenter of the cripple stool you're not standing to vote for anybody and that doesn't seem very inclusive but uh once again i'm not a proponent of who was it that was like stand up chuck god love you was that who was that was that biden i think so if you said it in a more i think it was biden stand up chuck you know, poor I mean, guys in a wheelchair. Sounds like right. A yes. Disabled veteran. And he's like, stand up, Chuck. God love you. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. So uh, this week was opening for filing for Missouri candidates. Um, this was on Tuesday. Always an interesting day. Never, never a dull moment in the show me state, I'll tell you. So one, one of the stories that came out of this this week was, you know, you have hundreds of people that show up and file to run for office, and uh, it's quite a quite a spectacle. 
Um, but there's there's some random dude that filed to run for governor of the state of Missouri. He drew the lowest number. So when you when you go through and you file, you you pick a random number out of the lottery box, right? And that number uh, determines your place on the ballot. Lower numbers, higher place on the ballot, right? Like I drew like 560 or something like that out of like a thousand or or whatever, which nobody's filed to run against me. So I, I still have, and it's only for the first day. So yeah. after that, whoever comes and files ends up just being an order, right? Yeah. Of, of when they showed up. But the first day is if you drew that number, then you, you get the, so this random dude shows up and files to run for governor. He draws a low number, so he's at the top of the ballot. And his name is Daryl Leon McClanahan III of Milo, Missouri. Do we have a Facebook profile? Joel, you got to look up this guy, okay? Run the name by me one more time. Daryl Leon McClanahan. And what a fitting name. McClanahan. So, how do you spell McClanahan? I bet it'll bring it up. The third. The third. Apparently, it's found out later that day or the next day that he is a former KKK Klansman. Oh, no. Here's our boy. And just all around <laughs> terrible guy. Oh, he's a clan. He's Klansman? F- former. Oh, stinking St. Louis Post Dispatch paywall. You'll have to find another one, Missouri GOP moves to block candidate with KKK ties from running for governor. Does he look clannish to you? He looks like Colonel Sanders. That goatee went out. Colonel Clanders. (laughs) (laughs) So, the GOP decided that... (laughs) McClanahan should not be a representative of the party that rejects racism, actually. Uh, So now they have rejected his bid for office. And I think it could get end up tied up in court from what I'm hearing. (laughs) But that was good, Joel. I'm soaking that one in still. Here's the story. He said, it's okay. I'm only an honorary KKK member. (laughs) You get a pass there. He actually has a picture of him with a cross burning in the background. Yes. But not just that. Okay. So. (laughs) there. I don't know if there's honor amongst amongst Klansmen. Honorary doesn't seem like a fitting word. Not at all. Dishonorable. I've been to Milo, Missouri. I have not. There he is. Well, there he is. What I do you think? What do you think about this guy? I what see kind, that. What kind of vibes are you getting here, guys? What in the methane? There it is. Man. There's the picture. Cross in the background. Is that a? Do they do the Hell Hitler? Is that? What's, I, what's a? What's a? What's a sure. I've never been to a meeting, but I, I haven't. Assumed <laughs> that would be would be commonplace. I don't think you would. You probably would not get kicked out of a meeting if you, you know. <laughs> that would be the not, least. It's the, not grounds for removal. They're like the least offensive thing you could do is the Heil Hitler at a Klan rally. Um. So, or so oh, he's, but terrible. he, so he's on the top of the list 
he'll be on the top of the list well, if, he if, is if not removed. I think he's still on there. Joel, you can look it up at so the like when Secretary of State. When I website. go to vote, if if nothing changed from today, he would be above Jay uh, or Ashcroft, all of them. Yeah, he's at the top of the ballot, which is the coveted place to be because there's a lot of people Holy who yeah, have I'm no that, idea I'm who's that guy. on the ballot. My attention span runs out yeah, after like, that first word. Number one it's it like, is McClanahan the third. All right, Dare Bear, we, it looks like it's me and you. I'm glad I know. Like, I feel like maybe I can avoid the pitfall if he can't get removed. If you if you go to uh, elections, it'll show you, I think. I don't know if that's the right tab, but show you who's... I just, uh, signed up so far. Unbelievable. So you're telling me so there's a chance just showing up to get the lottery, you I mean And I think you have to pay like five hundred bucks too for statewide I office. Don't, I don't to wanna file. I mean <laughs> But the party can reject filings. Yeah. So but what, the, on the thing what is, basis though? Like well, that's the thing. That's what could at, get tied up in at court. At what point do we want to, you know, right? Go there. I mean, obviously, he's not following the Missouri Republican Party platform by who right. he says he is, right? And and by information that we can look up of statements he has made. Yeah, and you all gotta. Of that. You de- he definitely should have scrubbed. But here's some, the thing: uh, like the Democrats' Facebook and, page before he probably. <laughs> I mean. Media, the Democrats, they're all trying to make it out to be like this is this, this is, is who the, the party really is. Party. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. But disingenuous, there, folks. Yeah, which they rejected. You know, their person. We talked about this um, on Wednesday at the at the midweek minute, but they rejected one of their candidates this year for being anti-Semitic. The Dem- the Dems did. Yeah, I well, actually hey. colleague of mine who is a current state representative. Oh, yeah. So they rejected her, but this this kind of all blew up ahead of time before filing. Well, if somebody just shows up to file, you don't know, right? right. Until this all plays out and people yeah. start looking up people's names on well, I mean, line or whatever. I was just Joel starts googling. I was just thinking it at at five hundred dollars a year. I I should probably go throw my hat in the ring every year and just see if I get a high number. And then can you? Here's a here's a thought. Is it like a is it like buying a website where you could be like, hey Ashcroft, if you slip me, if you slip me. <laughs> About ten grand, this can be yours. No, I don't think you can trade your spot on the ballot. Man, <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah. It would be like, like buying a website. Should it seems like I, those seem like some of the sketchiest folks in the world. The people who go and just buy up websites that they think might become popular. Okay, so I just looked it up, Joel. I don't know why that tab is not showing up on that one, but Daryl. Leon McClanahan the third is still at the top of the ballot right now. And then you've got Jeremy Gundle of five sixty two Buzzard Glory Road. If I He's lived on him. Buzzard Road, I'd cut the sign off with my bandsaw and put a new one up. Yeah. So and then it goes from there. Buzzard. Uh but here's the thing. So you know, I think here's my theory, and again, I, I hate to go to conspiracy theories. Wait, is his McClanahan? He's a clan member. What a fitting name, right? That's he, what I said. I'm surprised he didn't change that Mick Clanahan to yeah, K. Yeah, you can put it on the ballot however you want it. So he might put a K instead of a C on there. McKK Clanahan. Mick Clanahan. 
It's not funny, guys. It's really not. But Bill, I think this. I think it could be a setup. Why would they put their addresses? You have to. I know, but P.O. Box seems a lot safer. Yeah, that's what I have in mind. Especially if you're in the clan. If you're a right. Klansman, I mean, honorary. Sorry. I would, I would hate for 101 Cross Burning Drive. Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't allow people to name their own streets either. That's that's questionable. I I because they let you put like nicknames on the ballot. Well, Chris, I, right? I I could say, look, my nickname is Trump, and I want to be put on the ballot as Ben Trump Baker. I think Trumpy Bear Baker would be a Trumpy Bear. You remember the Trumpy Bear? Was that real? Joel, can you find out? Was that a Beanie Baby? Well, they were selling Trumpy Bears, and it looked like a legitimate, like, they were selling it on a, it was like a infomercial for old people to sucker them in, kind of like Oh, I see this stuff on Fox News all the time. The jewelry, like like the jewelry channel. Was it real? Trumpy Bear. There's a my pillow. You, have you not seen this? Trumpy bear have it. you not seen this video? No, dude. I I think it's real. Trumpy bear. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we gotta find this. Because because it seemed like it was. It's kind of like I feel like they were they were reaching out. No, this isn't the one. <laughs> this isn't the this isn't the right one. There was That's a Trumpy the official bear. commercial. Oh, this is the commercial. <laughs> Which one is it? Ultra cozy American flag blanket inside. It just felt like it was the predatory. official commercial. Is that the? But hey, I let's play I, it. This is one of those things, and I came up with a new saying this week. Boomers got a boom. This right here. Yes, this is it. <laughs> All right. The wind whispered through the forest. A storm is coming. I am the storm, the great American grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the fearless, super plush American grizzly. This has to Trumpy be like Bear an was SNL born June fourteenth, Flag Day. Just find the secret zipper and pull <laughs> out the American flag themed blanket. Show your patriotism and proudly display Trumpy on any American holiday. God bless America and God bless Trumpy Bear. American industry once ruled the world, and now we're back on track again. I'm pretty sure Thank it's you, three Trumpy easy Bear. payments of Trumpy $39.99. Trumpy Bear sits proudly at the front of the motorcycle and loves to cruise with his brother. I'm a former Marine, and I'm proud to have Trumpy Bear ride by my side. Once a Marine, always a Marine. When I saw Trumpy Bear, I knew I had to have him. He's a fighter just like me. Some firehouses have salvations. We have Trumpy Bear. I've been in law enforcement for over four years. And I love my Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear always has my back. When I go on patrol, I'm rolling with Trumpy Bear. I'm a small business owner, and business is great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Yeah, thank you, Trumpy Bear. People know me as Frankie DeBrone. I own my own commercial cleaning service. My business is doing great. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. When I ride with Trumpy Bear, he makes my golf game great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Order the Super Plus Trumpy Bear for only two payments of $19.95 and receive a special certificate of authenticity. Call now or log on to find out how you can get the Trumpy Bear Golf Club cover. Don't miss out on owning a piece of American history. Trumpy, the most fearless bear anywhere. Order now. It doesn't give a number. Oh, no, it says gettrumpybear.com. It's real. Oh, it's not real. It's not real. Did you Google it? Joel. We're, we're sitting here watching it. No, 
Uh, well, let's try to order a Trumpy Bear. All right. Two, so, two easy payments of $19.95. We've got to have a Trumpy Bear in the man <laughs> This cave. could, if, if it helps a golf game, it could definitely help us find our voice. Okay, so Joel, look up and see if you can find the picture with McClanahan Third that he took with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Okay, so this is where my conspiracy theory antennas went up quick. I think it's possible that somebody did this on purpose, got this guy to run. It just so happened he ended up at the top of the ballot. But knowing some of Missouri's consultants Mm -hmm. um, that have no scruples when it comes to whatever it takes to gain an edge, I think it could be a plan to to make either a like certain a, candidate look bad, a smear on maybe Kurt one Ashcroft. that actually had a picture with McClanahan, or what is the flag behind them? Just though? in in general, trying to make the party look bad. Yeah, because that could be the case as well. So, you know, I mean, these people are crazy. What is he wearing? There's got to be KKK. Ben, just. Tell there it is. just promise me. There it is. If somebody approaches you wearing that regalia, what, what do you do? Do you smile? Do and not pose? smile and pose. Or what do you do? What do you do though, you, Tim? You flee I'll, like okay. Joseph and his. I know that. And and uh, I know Pharaoh's that. wife. <laughs> Leave the coat behind. Leave man. the coat behind. That suit jacket can be replaced. You do not want to be besmirched by a guy wearing a bib with balloons in the background. Hey, I'm he's wearing a Confederate outfit. That's right? what I'm saying. That there were no red flags for John Ashcroft, which makes me Jay, question Jay. John Jay, sorry. Makes me question his judgment. I know, I know. And I mean they won. Just... I if this was a if they were trying to they did what they were trying to do because if somebody walked up to me in that outfit, I would probably this... file a restraining order. Do you... Do you think this could be a setup? 100%. I do too. Hey, they here's the kinds. thing though. Is could that be It's and not it's, it looks photoshopped. It's not a photoshop picture. It just looks photoshopped. No, it's it's already been confirmed that it's not photoshop. Very unfortunate. He looks so happy to be standing by a guy in those clothes. Right. I would So this is the picture that has ran on a lot of media right now. So I think that this is a setup by either a consultant to try to take down Jay Ashcroft particularly or for sure to just try to make the party look bad, which it does that anyway, right? I would, I, I think I enjoy a consultant job. Um, There's the, uh, that's the full picture, yeah. which is even more concerning. There's a young girl yeah. on the other side of McClanahan. Goodness. Yep. So that was the big... Uh, Gossip of the week. I. <laughs> That's not gossip. Where's McClanahan's hand at? That's, I don't know. He definitely like, he definitely doesn't do the Keanu Reeves trick. <laughs> McClanahan's. That's the, uh, co- the hashtag McClanahan's. The conspiracy on whether this is a Photoshop or not. Oh my! I don't know, man. That's so. Like, <clears throat> I would leave Walmart if that guy walked into Walmart. <laughs> much less try to take a picture with me. Like he climbed out of eighteen sixty four and just—it's like I don't—I don't need your vote this bad, sir. Please change into a t-shirt. 
Uh, and we can have a little photo. So, you know, the Dems are always looking for some way to tie the GOP to somebody who's racist, right? I mean, that's their that's their main card that they play these days. Because, you know, they're trying to still rid themselves of, of the fact that uh, they are the party of slavery and Jim Crow. But, yeah. you know. I mean, Rewrite history. This has been a series of really unfortunate events. But, all right, so... On to the next item. Uh, spe- speaking of racism and uh, the Democrats, look at what happened in Florida this week. So we've been talking about DEI, right? And uh, Florida this week ends up basically banning all of diversity uh, hires and firing the DEI in uh, the Florida University. So... Here's what's crazy. Like, I think this stuff is 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 catching on when it comes to the concerns with DEI. So this is a uh, an article from the Florida Voice. The headline says University of Florida fires DEI staff in wake of new state law. Gainesville, Florida, off the heels of a new state law and rules, University of Florida has nixed its diversity, equity, and inclusion staff, also known as DEI, an administrative memo. Administrators announced that to comply with the new Board of Governors rules, it has removed its DEI positions and administrative appointments and stopped contracts with DEI-focused vendors per school paper. This is something we're trying to do in Missouri right now, by the way. Uh, the eliminated staff are receiving 12 weeks of pay. Aside from the staff cut, $5 million is being redirected into a faculty recruitment fund that previously went to DEI expenses. The university said it had to previously report these expenditures to the Florida government. And so the university is encur- encouraging the staff to apply for other positions at the university. Um, so... DeSantis uh, on Friday said, Florida is where DEI goes to die. I like that. So this is something we've been working on in Missouri, trying to raise awareness about DEI and what it actually accomplishes. But I don't think we're the only ones. Here's what's crazy. like Other world leaders are figuring out what's going on with DEI, what it's actually producing, and then what the end result of that will be uh, inevitably. So we've been talking a lot about um, Javier Malay from Argentina, his the new president there. He also recently uh, banned gender-inclusive language in all government documents and public administration. The, the presidential spokesperson said Tuesday, as the they call him the far-right libertarian, when they refer to Javier, to implement his socially conservative agenda. Uh, But the ban will effectively prohibit inclusive language and everything related to gender perspective throughout the national public administration. I will say, far-right libertarian, I think I'm pretty sure I found my party. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It does exist. Uh, but he's not the only one. So we talked a little bit about um, the new president in El Salvador, right? So let's let's listen to what he has to say regarding the gender ide- ideology. Javi kind of looks like Fonzie, an old. I was thinking of old Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah, like if Ed Sheeran 
lived a, a pretty hard life. Had a conservative bone in his body. And he's got some yeah. serious mutton chops. Yeah. He dyed his hair black, though. So, But in that one where his mutton chops were red. Oh, wow. Hey, he he spiffed up. Clean up nice, Harvey. So President Bukele uh, is talking about this as well. Let's listen to what he has to say. Which is all in Spanish, so that's great. <laughs> She's talk- the reporter's asking him about gender ideology and, and pushing that in uh, specifically regarding public education. She said, we mothers are tired of living this Marxist ideologies in schools. So she asked the question, what are you doing in your country to uh, address this? And he said, we don't allow this in schools and universities. And that the curriculum does not contain this gender ideology. So he talks about that uh, and how that they just don't allow it um, and the problems with it. And so, you know, obviously this is something that a lot of people are talking about around the world. It's not just here. And in fact, in some ways, I think like we're behind on this, you know, um, I think other places around the world have already seen the problems that have come from it and are now beginning to try to address it. And it seems like we're still at the place where we're trying to embrace it in a lot of ways, rather than a few of us that are pushing back. They should make a Chia pet with his beard if it grows out of it. Cause Good lord, that thing looks Javier? like a Yeah, no, no, this guy, the uh, Salvador president. He looks, oh, yeah. his beard looks like it was painted on. Right. So speaking of gender ideology, I've got this video I found uh and this is so concerning in so many ways. You know, last week, another thing that happened since we talked last was the airman that lit himself on fire. Did you guys see that? No. In front of the Israeli embassy last weekend protesting uh, what's going on with Gaza and Palestine. He was yelling free Palestine and all this stuff, lit himself on fire in front of the embassy, ended up dying as a result of it. He was a current service member in the, in US the Air Force, military? in the U.S. Air Force. Wow. Talking about concerning, right? Yeah. So here is, I'm not sure who this person is, but it is a... Um, a person who has a decorated uniform on. I for sure think that there would be some pronoun checking. Uh, at one point, this was a he, him is all I want to See if you can find out who this is, Joel. I found him earlier. Okay. But speaking at some I can event, almost read so the name. It looks like. I'm not sure what branch of, of our armed forces it is. Does, that, does the nameplate say Tran? I don't know what this is. No, I, I found it earlier. Hold on, I'll find it one second. Bree Fram. Bree? Bree Fram. So Fram. it's a man, Fram. obviously, a man. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking, I thought I saw Tran and it was Fram. Close. Hey. It's obviously a man appropriating as a woman, right? But in a decorated military uniform, speaking at some event, 
And just listen to this. It's it's enough to just it's it's terrible. All too often, I hear leaders talk about providing everyone with dignity and respect like it's an aspirational goal. That's not good enough. Dignity and respect is the bare minimum. It's the floor of where we can be. We must set our sights higher and focus on intentional inclusivity because there are still far too many people out there, not just LGBTQ individuals, that feel marginalized, shut out, or discriminated against. This literally sounds like almost every testimony I hear in Jefferson City from this, this same crowd of people. This dude... It's, it's the same words. This dude just did a comb over and put on some pearl earrings. Yeah. I mean... Pretty terrible job of appropriating yeah. as a woman. So for all of you out there, I ask you to set out your <laughs> symbols of pride. It pan, The camera pans to the audience of in this shot, all men who have... It literally looks like... Know your audience. Yeah. They have looks on their read, faces. Read like, the crowd. Like the Sopranos. Read the crowd. <laughs> it does look like the Sopranos. <laughs> Three-piece suits and frowns. There's a lot of that. <laughs> What's going through their minds right there? Oh, I know this exactly guy, this what's guy going is like, through their minds because it done went through my mind and I can't happening. smile either. I can't believe this is happening. Share your pronouns in your email, particularly <laughs> when he said pronouns. Did you see his eyebrows? This guy in the <laughs> crowd. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. If you're a person who doesn't think they need to, initiate difficult conversations about racial and gender barriers and share a bit of a vo your vulnerability in a way that draws others in. You all have the power to take intentionally inclusive actions to ensure the multiple perspectives that we know make us stronger as we devise winning war fighting strategies. Since, since we as can't... As we devise I, war winning strategies, be sure you're thinking about inclusivity. Yes, so that's definitely so... So imperative. That's how we won World War II, right? So, uh, um, but I was, the way, uh, since we don't have video yet, the best way I could describe the look on their faces. You remember the last time that you ever, you ever like, it's about bedtime and you put your phone on the charger and then you realize you got to go take a number two. And it's not quite there and you're just sitting on the phone or sitting on the toilet staring into space wondering why you put your phone on the charger so soon right nothing like you're stuck there that they look like they were being forced being forced to listen to it to be there and it's it's like me and every hearing where like this kind of stuff goes on for 10 hours long yeah i think i think can you imagine this this is what i'm describing yeah your legs are asleep there's nowhere to go, and you forgot your phone. If these guys had phones, they would be on them. I'm pretty sure they were confiscated before this uh, this happened. Get heard. Get heard. So that describes a lot of it. I found Brief Ram's LinkedIn. Oh, boy. What did you? <laughs> Brief Ram, she, her. Is of an, course. Is an author, podcast host, keynote speaker, an active duty colonel in the U.S. Space Force. Hey, it is it the, is space, the force. space Force. That is not what President Trump had in mind. 
Not at all. This is a space space farce right here. Space farce. I was, I was thinking about it. The, uh, man, we're not safe. No wonder the balloons are flying around. Balloon force. I have never been more concerned about our military. Hey, if as when I watched this video, if it was a, if it was the spokesperson for balloon force, I could understand. It's unbelievable. But space farce. So, world leaders are starting to reject this radical ideology. Oh, my goodness. That looks like Mr. Doubtfire. The wokeness has got to end. I think you're going to hear more from Trump on this throughout the campaign. I think it's reaching critical they've, mass. They've officially besmirched But space think force. about this. Imagine you're an enemy. Wow. He did a little better in the appropriation there. Imagine you're the enemy of the U.S., okay? And and you're you're just, you know, putting some time in, researching what you're up against with your enemy and what you're up against with the U.S. military in 2024. And you just happen to stumble across that video. What What's going through your mind as an enemy of the United States of America? I mean, it's too easy, right? Mm. I think it's a good time to take a break. Don't you? I need a break. Right. We're going to take a break and just uh, collect our thoughts. We'll be right back, folks. We got a Googler, but we just don't got a lot of internet. Did I tell you guys I actually uh, had some long conversations with AT&T? Oh, I didn't tell you the exciting news. I got my text the next day after you asked me if I had it. Oh. Yeah. Your apology text? Yeah. They only had, you know, when you have to send a text to 100,000 people that lost service, sometimes it can take three days to get through the list. So, uh... (laughs) supposedly my modem was the problem. So they sent me a new modem and I got it all hooked up and it seems like it's doing a lot better. So yeah. Well, every video is played that we I'm happy. I'm happy. Just when we finally get our dial up button on the switchboard, we get good internet. Come on. I know. So, uh, since we were on last Michigan had their primary, Joel, look up the results of uh, Michigan's primary vote. I think it's around like, I don't know, almost close to 70% for Trump. Um, But here's what's funny is in the city of Dearborn, Michigan, by the way, Joe Biden lost to the uncommitted choice on the ballot. One of those situations again. Wowzers. Which I think is, is just it's hilarious. I, I really don't know how people can defend this guy. Like I was, I was like, how loyal do you have to be hey, to, I was, to nothing but your party to just keep trying to prop this guy up? I was listening to um, the debate between Lex Friedman and Ben Shapiro this week. And Lex Friedman for a solid 20 minutes runs the side of the debate that Biden has been a better president 
than Trump and is more electable than Trump for these reasons. And I mean, you want to talk about digging deep. He was, I mean, he was, I'm serious. Like he kept, he kept 30 minutes of dialogue going. It's like this guy, this guy is committed. And I, it was, he's, it was surprising. I mean, and he's a, like, he is a brilliant mind. Yeah. But you would have to be. Because I guarantee you 97, 99% of the Democrat voters could not scrub together one partial reason other than they hate Trump that they would vote for Biden again. And that's it. Um, Joel, would you find on Michigan? 68.1% in favor of okay. Donald J. 68% in Michigan. Uh, so Super Tuesday's coming up. This Tuesday, actually. I know. I was March the This would have been. I'll tell you this. This would have been the week to, for us to congregate for the midweek minute because mm. this is going to be a. It's going to be a lot. To you're going to have about. a lot to talk about. May have to go an hour. Any predictions on Super Tuesday? So that's the day where you have most, uh, the most amount of primaries happening the same day. I think there are 16 in total. So you have. Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, and American Samoa. So here's an interesting thing. Which of these on Super Tuesday had the highest turnout in 2020? Anybody have a guess? Oh. Ben, I zoned out after the third one. Could <laughs> we? 2020 primary? 2020 primary. I'm gonna, I'm Super gonna, Tuesday. I would uh, I would venture a guess without, I couldn't name one of the ones that you named other than American Samoa because that was the last one. So I'm going to have to guess um, Ohio. It wasn't on the list, but. That's what I was afraid <laughs> Good of. Good call. <laughs> Well, um, Arkansas? No. I'm going to say Oklahoma. Arkansas was the worst turnout. <laughs> but was it was on the list. 54%. I'm calling that a win because it was on the list. So it was 54% for Arkansas. Was it the American Samoa? Uh, no, actually it wasn't. So was Minnesota a- was the, the, the best turnout rate, 78%. Of voters turned out in Minnesota in 2020 for real, yeah. On and that's primary. Do they have other other stuff on the ballot other than just the primary? I'm taking it. Uh, yeah. There's usually other stuff on the primary. Did they vote uh, on anything else today? Uh, today in no, in, just the party platform for the caucuses. Yeah, in Missouri. No, just the party platform. There's no no. That just the presidential primary, but these probably have yeah. to get seventy eight percent out. They could, uh, but I think most of these are just Super Tuesday primary presidential primary votes. And I mean, I I don't want to besmirch the caucus any more than it's already been, but if seventy eight percent of Neosho showed up to that, yeah, I'd be stressed out about the productivity of Neosho. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I that- think. Here's my thing. Like, I think Nikki Haley has got to get out after Super Tuesday. I think we'll have her funeral next Saturday night. Nikki Haley? Live. 
Yeah. Me and Cape Caucus. <laughs> yes, we will. The political funeral of Nikki Haley. I was hoping Joel didn't have anything nefarious up his sleeve. <laughs> I, I he caught me off guard with that. Strictly, strictly political. This yes. is a metaphorical. Thank, yeah. thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I thought, I thought. I maybe... mean, there's no way after she's going to lose all these states, she's not going to win a single one. It would be just. Joel keeps turning away like he's going to get that throat clear. <laughs> Away from the mic, and that mic's just now. That the mic is that mic's taped. just yeah. There's no escaping it. He's gonna have to shave. Sh- he's gonna have to cut that out, and shave the super glue off of his face. So yeah, I I mean, I just don't see how she stays in after after Super Tuesday. But um, I, I I'm gonna be feeling real real nervous if she does because, I mean, there's somebody one of the. Some of the deep state, it, if it goes past Super Tuesday, yeah, the brutal beatdown. Like I said, there are games afoot. There are games afoot. <laughs> and uh, I just, I already don't like that she's still in. Oh, I know. For sure. So next up, here is a tragic story. All right. Another tragic story of lawlessness out of St. Louis City. Um, how'd you like to be a, a, a police officer in St. Louis City, Joel? You couldn't pay me enough money. There's no way. No. Uh-uh. So a driver was speeding through the downtown area. And if you've ever been downtown St. Louis, right, that's not a place to be going 70 miles an hour. Okay. But they're saying in excess of 70 miles per hour, um, this is right after the Drake concert last weekend. Was he coming from the Drake concert? I don't know. That. It, but I know the I, people he ran over were. Oh. So he ran over so a mother not. and daughter yeah, who I were saw that. just coming from the concert. And, I mean, this is just, it's awful. And he's out on bond. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Watch this video. He hit that car, too. Yep. They're walking across the street, and, I mean, he's got to be going at least 70 at that point right there and just runs. They pulled the computer in the car. He was going 70. Okay. Mm. So, but here's what's crazy. Out on bond two days later, after killing two people going 70 miles an hour in probably a, what, 20-mile-an-hour zone, I would think. I wonder if the light was even green because that car... No, it was red. He ran the red light. He ran multiple yeah. red lights. I, I mean, forget about forget about the speed limit. It's it's awful. So, And, and I tweeted about this uh, and from the perspective of saying this is the problem with crime. You know, they want to point to the guns... But the problem is it's prosecutors and judges that are soft on crime and letting these people back out on the street. I read a place where he said where they said he had a prior gun assault conviction um, and he was still on the street do you prior think, to this. Do you think that these DAs are so fiscally conservative that they just don't want to tax the system? No. It's not that at all. I, I actually I, dug I was, into that. the the uh, the, process, the the judge that that worked the case 
was appointed by Kim Gardner yep. or something like that. So the hyper liberal. Yep. Soros. I was mostly I, I was Gardner's being, I know gone this now. is not a time for being facetious. This is very There's the perpetrator, Monty Henderson. But I mean, they have a, a a trend of this going on in St. Louis. Just lawlessness, like people running over people uh, in the streets, going seventy miles an hour, running stoplights, just running wild in in downtown St. Louis. Um, so ninety they, bond violations. This is a that was the form. That was the other. I know, situation. but just goodness gracious. Yeah, but that's that's the story, right? Ninety it's bond violations and out among. The public. That's the real problem with crime. It's not the guns. Um, it's people that are, I think, intentionally allowing criminals back up back out on the that street. That guy is the James of bond violations. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. So it's just it's awful. Um next up on this is the have you seen the the FBI has arrested one of the Blaze Media investigative journalists? No. On four different misdemeanor charges, I believe. So knowingly entering or remaining in it this is January 6th stuff. Knowingly entering or remaining in a in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority. So here's what's crazy about this is like they will arrest this guy who is exposing what really happened on January 6th. Obviously, that's why they arrested him. But but they won't arrest the New York Times journalist who entered before this guy did, and it's a proven fact, through a broken window on January 6th. They also charged him with disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, which actually didn't happen. Disorderly conduct in a Capitol building didn't happen. There was no disorderly conduct. Parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building also didn't happen. But they arrest the FBI arrested this guy this week. And here's what um, Glenn Beck was talking about this because, I mean, he owns the Blaze Media. And I thought it was interesting what his... Um, his take was on this story. The company that I founded is under attack by the uh, government. One of our uh, reporters is going to face a judge here in a few minutes. Uh, he, we have the tape of him in the Capitol, uh, and he has been uh, charged with. I don't. Where did what happened to the charges, Stu? Do you have them? Uh, knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority. Now that's one he's talked about, and he said, you know, look, I'm a I'm a journalist, and I know even as a journalist, the New York I, Times was there. I'm not allowed to be in these these buildings, even if I'm um, covering these stories. However. Uh, the fifth person through a broken window to enter the Capitol was a New York Times journalist, and they are not being charged. And he didn't enter through a broken window. The other two char or three charges. Quickly. Disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted didn't building happen. or grounds. Disorderly conduct in the Capitol building. Didn't happen. Parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. Didn't happen. The uh, It's kind of like reading the crowd. Make sure you're with the right news organization if you're going to be doing investigative journaling. You know, well, that's what it really comes down to is they, they do not want uh, the truth. They don't want the truth um, to be published when it comes to what actually happened on January 6th. 
And it's not just that instance, but um, they really don't. They uh, they got a hold of the version that says, uh, "You shall know the truth, and the truth will get Set you, you imprisoned." Get you imprisoned. That's uh, that's from the libertarian or the uh, sorry the new liberal version. <laughs> yes, the NIL. Yeah, new Inter- international liberal version. NILV. I would not recommend. So next up, Kamala Harris uh, just told us that the federal government will be paying students under the federal work-study program to register voters leading up to the 2024 election. What? I saw that, and... uh, It's crazy. There are games afoot. uh, (laughs) There are games afoot. As you have... Let's, I mean, let's listen. Said. What, what does she say here? We have been doing work to promote voter participation for students. And, for example, we have, um, under the federal work-study program, now allow students to get paid through federal work-study to register people um, and to be nonpartisan poll workers. Nonpartisan poll workers. Um, I... <laughs> I know this is, goes without saying, but Kamala gives off those same vibes as Newsom. Yeah, listen to only that unsettling. Yeah, nonpartisan poll workers. Workers, as we know, this is important for a number of reasons. One, to engage our young leaders in this process and and activate them in terms of their activate that them. choice of word. Was that a slip? Did I slip up? I, I think it was just like they're saying it out loud. It's uh ability to, to like, strengthen our communities. Strengthen our cells. communities. We have been it's like s- sleeper cells. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? So yeah, your tax dollars are hard at work. Um helping the Democrats get elected and recruit voters to turn out to vote. Oh, you know, completely nonpartisan. Have you ever known a nonpartisan person? I've never um, encountered a nonpartisan person. I know they have so-called nonpartisan elections, which I believe are ridiculous. So yeah. that way you can run for office and not actually have to tell people what you believe, right? Like school board elections and city yeah. council elections. Yeah, and that's I, uh, nonpartisan elections may be... What's gotten our school system where it's gotten? Could very well be. Um, I would like to know your yeah right? affiliations. I'd yeah. like to know what you believe. I say that, but I so, usually phone a friend when it comes voting time, so I it, I want to believe. What I, I am that friend. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many texts I get on. I believe, you've you've I told I've me before election day. I, I can't tell you how many people. times I've been in the ballot and looked My around and been literally like, smoking. Am I allowed? Am I allowed to phone a friend? I feel like I'm on jeopardy. So long as you don't take a picture of the ballot. Yeah, when they, you start reaching for your phone, those old ladies get a little bit. They start side eyeing you. Yeah. It's always what's uh, poll workers. Mm-hmm. You can sign up to be one. Well, I thought you had to be 86. Kamala will pay you. <laughs> Are yeah, you sure? They'll pay you. 
I'm pretty sure you have to be have drawn you have to have drawn social security for at least two decades before you're allowed to well, be a poll here's worker. Well, here's the here's the truth about that. It's really hard to get people to volunteer to do it. And so Well, God in, bless them. Inevitably not, it ends up being the, the I'm, dear old ladies that I'm don't making, have anything else to do. I'm making light, but I it's like you know, Joe Biden would be a great poll worker. <laughs> right. Maybe Shuffling, he shouldn't be shuffling around. I know, just uh, talking about corn pop and helping people checking their IDs. Yeah. Wait, I don't think he's for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not checking IDs for sure. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> so speak, speak. <laughs> oh, my. thanks for the Great Lakes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, we got one person voted this year. The hair's on my legs. (laughs) Corn Pop was a bad dude. (laughs) So speaking of Democrat voters, this is something I came across this week that I thought was interesting. Okay, this is a a study on Democrat voters and Republican voters by gender or marital status, gender and marital status, okay? 18,000 respondents to this study. This is the Washington Examiner that uh, published this. So look at this. I want you to tell me what you see in this, okay? So the married men category. <laughs> married men. This is, this is uh, only 39% of Democrat voters are married men. With Republicans, 59%. So, but you go down to the Unmarried women category, unmarried women category for Democrats, 68% of Democrat voters that are unmarried women. I'm pretty sure if Trump could figure out how to pander to the unmarried women, we'd probably have about a 90 percentile. I mean, I think uh, that's enough margin to to, uh, definitely affect an election. Maybe if he sent a Trumpy bear to each unmarried woman. What what is beer. what is your take on that? Why is it unmarried women vote with Democrat? Uh, entitlements. I yeah, I would say I think that there would are be several factors. Take. I think you, entitlements. I think, um, I mean, really, just drifting in the in the wind when it comes to uh, probably what they believe about life. Um, you know, I, I think there's several factors when it comes to why that's the case. But I mean, it's, it's a really staggering number to me. So versus Republicans where unmarried women voters, 31%. So I just, you know, I think that's the only, that is the only, um, it's really the Democrats are the party of unmarried women. Well, and that, that was another, and I, I know I, uh, I've already mentioned the uh, Lex Friedman and, um, Ben Shapiro debate, and every I think everybody should check into that if they have to, after they listen to the Man Cave Caucus podcast um, and give us a like. I think they should go check that out. It was, but he talks. That's what Ben Shapiro talks about is the uh, the two parent households reestablishing that mm-hmm. fixes America. It it is the and the, the nuclear family, or if you're George Bush, it's uh, nuclear. Or if you're Nacho Libre, it's the nucleus. Hey, family. did you guys catch the midweek minute with George Bush? I did. I thoroughly enjoyed that. 
What? You got you missed it, Tim. You got to look that GW? up. GW? Yeah, he was on with GW. <laughs> was, Sorry, that was a little John Wayne syndrome. He was on the midweek minute. George W. Yeah, it's Ben. Great. It's great stuff. You didn't? Did you get a picture? No. Well, I no. No, not I'm with gonna GW. have to gather the context. Yes. GW McClintock was that the movie? That was it. That's a classic. So, <clears throat> speaking oh, of, let's let's look at this. Next up, the Wokesters feel like that's a bit chauvinistic, just by the uh, literal packaging the DVD came in. Right? Yeah, they wouldn't be able to handle McClintock these days. That's for sure. Yeah. So. This story is unbelievable, okay? Uh, In Oklahoma. A school in Oklahoma, Tim, had a fundraiser event. Nothing to see here, right? Just a school fundraiser. You know, it might be a candy bar selling fundraiser. I've I've been a party to those. I I could sell a candy bar to a diabetic. Our family. I Joel, Joel will attest, and Joel was no slacker, but our dad was a whip cracker when it came to selling those candy bars. My kids won, like, a, a lot, too. We sold 3,200 candy bars. World's finest chocolate. And let me just tell you, world's finest chocolate is not the world's finest chocolate. Those caramels, though. I remember packing into a little Honda Accord. How about the meltaways? Dad would recruit kids. He, dad, it was... Me. It was a pride thing with dad. It wasn't about raising funds. Mm-hmm. Dad, I love you. I know you're listening. It was about winning, conquering. Coming out number one. It was about that numero uno. Not even the pizza party. Nah, there was no pizza party. It parties was just here. being able to have boasting rights, bragging rights for the next year. Dad took it very deeply personal. I feel like, I think Joel and Miriam, which were just a two man crew. Joel and his sister pulled off a number one one year, and the next year Dad was scheming three months in advance. <laughs> the next year he locked Walmart down for the entire got a monopoly on the real yeah, estate. Yeah, so you got to you had to file for Walmart standing. I remember it was three degree negative three degrees. Right, I the still have nerve damage. Ice. Those candy bars would have broken out teeth had someone <laughs> been. Dumb enough to try to bite. Yeah, and those are the kind of fundraisers that typically schools do. But uh, you know, may, maybe maybe one of those like discount cards for restaurants. I felt like I was at the therapist dealing with some. <laughs> I, I felt that <laughs> release there, just a, a little bit. You feel better. I feel much better. Sorry, go on. Uh, you know, may, maybe if it's if it's Neosha, Missouri, we might have an AR fifteen raffle. You know, at school. <laughs> Would not advise. <laughs> it didn't turn out good for the last guy. Uh, but not national. Not in Edmond, Oklahoma. Nope. Nope. In Edmond, Oklahoma, you had kids sucking on the toes of other kids and maybe adults to raise money. I've heard of at toad the, sucking, but <laughs> toe sucking. At yes, you heard it right. We used at, to have at, foot washes at the Deer Creek High School. Authorities are investigating a local high school after footage from a fundraiser event. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Popped out of the page at me there. 
footage, footage was revealed. Was there any toenails uh, in this? This is awful, uh, dude. In this report. This is awful. This really happened. <laughs> to show students sucking and licking on one another's toes. Okay. Here's the video. All right. Uh-uh. Yep. I've got video proof. Oh, yeah. It looks like they're in a high school gym, and I see bare feet. You is know, that a man or a woman? That's a woman. That. Right? Those kettle chips know. belong to a female. <laughs> Ankles. I've. There's some What's definitely wrong with people? water. There's some. <laughs> so sick, dude. There is some so bad. serious water retention. This woman's nine months pregnant, and I haven't even seen okay. anything but from the <laughs> okay. four they, calf down. They, uh, they nine bl- months pregnant. They blot out the the face. They blur out the face of the person who's doing this. But thank goodness. There's some water retention. <laughs> Somebody literally yells, he's devouring them. Somebody should probably go to prison for this. I think so. Straight to jail. Straight to jail for this. The. I'm (laughs) Let me just ask, guys. How much money? How much money and how good of a cause would it take? Well, that's what the school board said. <laughs> yeah. After they were what's, sued. What's your, what is your suck a random stranger's kettle chip? The salt and vinegar off of what's that going for these days? Kettle chip. Like, what's the price? Mine, mine has to be in the. I really six couldn't believe digits. And of all places, Oklahoma. And it would have to be ending abortion or something. That's like four and a half hours from here. Right. I know people no, I mean, that I live know, in Edmond. I've worked, I do too. I've I believe in Edmond. I uh, you you actually sang a song in the choir with someone from Edmond. I <laughs> Probably, believe. yeah. So you know, think about it. Like COVID, no mask up, people. Toast. Slather Germex on every That's possible thing. thing. Hey, uh, nobody was trying to for protect. months on end. No one was trying to protect from toe fungus with those masks, Ben. But a toe sucking fundraiser, ah, all good. I thought bikeathons were a little bit <laughs> cultish. They'll be having yeah. a bikeathon next next thing you know <laughs> at this school. <laughs> not sure how it works, but if they're sucking toes, they're heading downhill fast. <laughs> There's not a huge leap, that's for sure. So yeah, and they wonder why I file a. Parents' Bill of Rights, trying to give some teeth to parents to be able to say, this is insane, and we, we I will shall say, not put up with it. My son, when he gets just a tad older, will probably listen to all these podcasts, and I would probably... I'm so let down in Edmond, Oklahoma. <laughs> right. I'm going to go, I'm going to get my sandwich signs stickered up, <laughs> going to Edmond, that's the first place we need to protest. This is not okay. For sure. We've, all right. So, <clears throat> last of all, Tim, is... Uh, I hate to end this. We've had... It's a good one. This has been a raucous... I told you. It was a The good shenanigans show. have been at an all-time high. So, you guys remember Justice Kentanji Brown Jackson? Unfortunately. Yeah. Appointed to the Supreme Court. 
first black woman on the Supreme Court by President Biden. She was the one that really came on the scene when they asked her to define a woman. Remember that? She could not define a woman because she said she's not a biologist. This is DEI on display. A biologist. Uh, so she couldn't do that. But here, here's a video that you're going to love this. Um, she's talking about guns, okay, which you can only imagine where this goes. Um, I love these, Ben. This is when wokesters talk guns. It's it's one of my we, favorite things. We should make a collage. We should. Hey, we. I wonder if we could make a gun safety video. Just a col a a uh, collaboration of all the wokesters telling people how to mm -hmm. how to be responsible. So here is um, the video from uh, Justice Jackson talking about guns. Let's let's just have a. Have a listen. I see Congress as putting function in this. The function of this trigger is to cause this kind of damage, 800 rounds a second or whatever. I want one. <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah. Have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Well, I know you have. That was a rhetorical question. But you remember when Uncle Rico was selling the uh, Tupperware? <laughs> and the lady said, I want that. I need a gun. I'll have the 32-piece set. I need a gun that fires 800 rounds 800 a second. 800 rounds a second, she said. What? Or whatever. What? <laughs> or whatever. That is, that's, that's like the butt. You know how they, they're like, the, uh, that's a big butt. You know, it's like 800 rounds a second. But uh, I don't have any real facts to back this up. But if they had an 800 round per second gun, I'm just trying to fathom. Could you imagine how expensive that would be to shoot? <laughs> so just for just for context, the M134, which likely has the fastest rounds of firing per second, can fire about a hundred rounds per second. Um what caliber is that? Uh an M134? Yeah. I would I don't know, Joel, find out. We're on it. I would say that's a five five six, but Maybe so, not. 762. 762. Okay. So, 762. That would cost over $50,000 a minute <laughs> to shoot at 800 rounds per second. I won't want I won't that. that. <laughs> the A10 <clears throat> Warthog fires 65 rounds a second. Let's go. Can you Google the Joel? Can you get me up the Gatling gun? I, I got a little. Uh, let me just. Uh, recommend if you get a chance to go to Cody, Wyoming, mm. visit the speaking my language. Ben, if you have not made it, visit the Cody, Wyoming gun museum. It they have all of Samuel Winchester's collection. Ooh. They have the original machines that produced the Colt wow. Peacemaker. Tim, the original 58 caliber Gatling gun. They have an original 58 caliber Gatling gun there that was Samuel Winchester's. How you many rounds, Joel? One, in, in excess of 100 
and 33 rounds per second. Ooh. That was 19, or no, 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 Eight, uh, 1859 or something stupid? We're 1880? Still not, we're still not getting close to Justice Jackson technology. Well, Justin no. Jackson knows. That's area 50. Did you say she, Justin? Justice Justin Jackson. Justin, she, she may have been to area 51 and seen what has not yeah, been no, seen. who am I to doubt her? Um, but she's talking about bump stocks. She's saying that a bump stock would allow you to shoot. 800 rounds like, per I second, feel like which is even more ludicrous. I like why would if, if if you had a gun, if you if you could make an AR15 a standard AR15 shoot with a bump stock 800 rounds per second, so, it would melt down for, so fast. For clarification. Yeah, I mean, I mean with it would catch on for fire. Clarification, it would look like that airman that what caught is himself a, on fire. What is a fully automatic AR What's it capable of per second? I don't know. Uh, I, I've shot one. We've got a couple. Can we? I can we? Well, I mean, you're looking at. You've got a thirty round mag. Well, I've got a hundred. So even uh, well, even I lost a, it in a boating accident, but I had a hundred. Even a saw, with with a a belt fed, you're you're not going to be. How about a sawed off fully automatic shotgun? <laughs> uh, it, when. I I know I've I know I'm I'm double dipping on old material here, <laughs> but if you haven't heard the song by Bananas at Large called the Thirty Point Buck, she is describing a triple double barreled a uh, <laughs> heat seeking heat seeking shotgun. They're not sell, they're not for sale to the public though. No, of course triple not. double barreled. There's an ATF stamp for that. I don't think there is. This is a, uh, you have to be part of Space Force to get a hold of it. So an AR-15 fully auto, Joel, is that what it says? 600 rounds per minute? I think, I, I Googled full auto, but I think an AR-15 is capable of shooting. It would have to be full auto. Yeah. Um, yeah. It but it would, to. that would, even that would melt down. In but like that's not a bump stock. Yeah. That's minutes. a, that's an actual full, full auto. auto. Yeah. And you would definitely need. You would need like a belt fed situation to really have it. Yeah, any... otherwise you've got thirty rounds and then yeah. mag change, mag dump. Well, maybe they're really fast. That's the thing. Like uh maybe it was a robot. Maybe. It was it was uh maybe she's really badly it informed. Was I don't know. <laughs> it was a black rifle. <laughs> Coffee. They'd had a lot of black rifle coffee before they went to bump stock. It was wound up. Uh, 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 we can get you our contact, black rifle coffee. We are looking for sponsors. Hey, I did have somebody contact me this week on another possible sponsor. So it's going to happen if soon. If something doesn't happen soon, I'm going to sponsor us, I think. <laughs> right. I uh, take some nights and weekends jobs. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know what I'm selling yet. All right. I think that's it. That's a wrap. You guys got anything else? Man, this was... Uh, I, I could do this for a couple more hours, but we better give some reprieve to the audience. Thank you for listening. Yeah. You guys rock, man. Uh, don't forget, you can go over to iTunes, leave us a review. You can go to Spotify and subscribe, leave a review. You can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Five-star would be preferred um, for the quality of this content. Yeah. But uh, it makes a big difference to 
us getting seen out there in the the old algorithm. So I do have that a, if you uh, get a chance. Thoughts and prayers for Edmond, Oklahoma. Edmond, Oklahoma. What yeah. are you doing, so people? Disappointing. All right. Until then. God bless. Mm-hmm.